right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Passive Cash Flow Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Fragnito, and we're going to talk about real estate syndication structure today. This is for individuals looking to possibly start a real estate syndication. I mean, they look pretty cool. A lot of these guys are riding around in fancy cars, Bentleys and Ferraris, and some of them have jets and they live these glorious lifestyles. But the truth is, it's actually a lot of work to run a real estate syndication. Uh, But we're going to break into the structure of it, a day in the life of a real estate syndicator, and what that really means and the decisions you need to make as a real estate syndicator here on the Passive Cashflow Podcast. All right, so the first thing you want to do when uh, trying to become a real estate syndicator or considering uh, starting a business in this space, uh, legal considerations, right? You want to, how are you going to structure the syndication? I mean, that's really what a real estate syndication is. It's a legal structure that allows passive investors to partake in real estate opportunities that they normally wouldn't have the opportunities to invest in. Uh, maybe you found them off market, you've put together the pieces, the contractors and realtors and banks and uh, other investors to make this a reality. Uh, but how are you going to structure it, right? The SEC actually regulates uh, how you can solicit uh, other investors, um, the relationships you have to have with them, the disclosures you have to have. And without the right legal considerations uh, for your real estate syndication, you're really not going to uh, be able to structure the right way. So you want to talk to an SEC attorney. They can usually guide you on how you're going to develop your real estate syndication. Which type of legal entity is right for you, right? Is it a limited liability, an LLC, a uh, limited partnership, uh, C-Corp and S-Corp, there's other tax advantages. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, limited liability companies. So we tend to do LLCs here at People's Capital Group, and we offer passive ownership of those uh, LLC ownership to passive investors. And that allows us to uh, have the control of the, uh, the business, control the property, make the day-to-day management decisions, uh, but also have those investors protected and get all the tax benefits and legal benefits of owning an LLC without having to make all the day-to-day decisions. That's our job as real estate operators. So what's the right structure for you? Talk to your CPA, talk to an SEC attorney, and you can determine ideally the right you know, structure for you, LLC or LP or C-Corp or S-Corp or something different, of course. But the general partners, now their job is to acquire the financing, find the opportunity, make sure the due diligence is completed properly on the opportunity, and basically run everything from A to Z, manage the management company, right? Make sure the other investors are there and the bank is there at closing to make sure the deal closes and the uh, property goes as planned through the project and the renovation. So it's very important that the operator knows what they're doing. If you are trying to create a syndicate and you don't have any real estate investment experience, well, you want to work with people that do, of course, and that might not be the right business for you if you don't have any experience. Really, the name of the game is knowing what you're doing when you're buying an opportunity. See, I can't bring the wrong opportunity to my investors. That My job is to find a, a good opportunity, a discounted piece of real estate that has value add. Right? Maybe we can renovate some of the prop uh, units and uh, get uh, more rent for those units. Uh, we can work with some of the existing tenants and renegotiate those current leases and uh, re- do renovations to their apartments and make it a better living environment and in turn get higher rent for those units. And 
This is going to allow our investors to make more cash flow and allow us to do the refinance and, and hit those marks that we put out to our investors, those targets that we put out to our investors before they even invest in the opportunity when they're researching the opportunity for themselves. So there's a lot of moving pieces. You have to know what you're doing to be able to achieve those marks long term, working with the management company, but also short term, kind of identifying the opportunity, you know, red flags and challenges you're going to have along the way. So you have to know real estate. You have to know, you know, how to manage these projects as well and work with people that have experience in this space. So who are the investors, right? Sponsors, that's what they're also called, the passive investors. You wanna identify who your sponsors are gonna be, ideally before you find a project. You don't wanna build the airplane in the air, as they say. See, I'm always communicating with investors whether I have a deal right now to fund or not. Because um, it doesn't always work perfectly, right? Seth and I will be looking for deals all through the years. A year, sometimes we'll find something, uh, two deals at once. And we, we won't find something for six months, eight months. And then we find two great opportunities we, we need to fund quickly. So uh, you always want to have your relationships uh, in place with your investors. You want to be performing and also communicating on current projects and what's upcoming, what you're looking for. You want to identify uh, your investors' goals. And, of course, work with your passive investors to find them those types of opportunities, right? They're shorter term investments or longer term are they focused on tax benefits or maybe cash flow so identify what you plan on putting in front of your investors and then make sure your investors are looking for those types of opportunities and build those relationships for long term you know if someone's not going to invest within you if they just met you or you know maybe just read something on your website you really have to continue to build that value continue to build that relationship i've been doing this 10 years you know we're not a one-stop shop uh, we really focus on making sure our investors have a good experience investing with us long term and making sure that people can get access to apartment buildings and different types of uh, real estate investment opportunities in New Jersey that are professionally managed and continuously give our clients the right type of service, the right type of professionalism as well. And that's going to allow them to continue to come back and, and, and invest their money safely in New Jersey assets. And you want to create a, a good environment for your clients, for your tenants, and for all the people that work with you. You want to be good, easy to work with as well. So just a general rule of business there also. So here's another question when creating a real estate syndication and how we structure these. Uh, will you offer a security, right? So the Security Exchange Commission uh, regulates selling a security. And quite frankly, if you're creating a real estate syndicate, you're probably selling a security. Because if you're offering non-voting ownership of an LLC, that, my friend, is a security. So you don't have to have a license to sell that, but you, you, or you do to sell security, but you need to build a relationship with individuals and have private ownership that you're offering. But if you're offering a non-voting ownership of an LLC, then that is a security. So you want to make sure you have the right um, things in place to protect yourself and protect your investors. Uh, the private placement memorandum is an, a common document. You might find yourself needing uh, an offering memorandum and, of course, an operating agreement for your LLC if that's what you're creating to buy these properties. And your uh, SEC attorney and uh, really most attorneys can help guide you in this in this place. Uh, corporate attorneys are good for understanding the corporate structure. SEC attorneys are great for understanding the SEC regulations and how to abide by those rules and regulations and essentially make sure you CYA cover your ass, of course, make sure you have all the right documents in place so that you, uh, in the event of not performing on the syndicate, of course, are not open to suit from your investors and, and making sure that you have the right engagements with those investors and you're not soliciting incorrectly for that capital. Compensation structures. So how are you and your investors going to earn a profit? 
How are you going to build your wealth? That's the whole goal, right? To, to build your wealth, earn cash flow, get tax benefits. So here we have, of course, uh, how do the sponsors get paid? Well, we have an acquisition fee. Uh, People's Capital Group does charge an acquisition fee because, quite frankly, it's so much work and money to get a, a large apartment building to a closing table, to get a real estate syndication to a closing table. You have to line up all the capital. There's a cost to that. Uh, you have the relationship with the bank in place. Of course, there's a cost to getting the loan in place and all, all the fees there and due diligence cost. And um, of course, there's a ton of marketing just to find the deal, have the relationship with the broker or the wholesaler or the landlord that brings you the opportunity. And uh, because of that, uh, we generally charge between a one to 5% acquisition fee. And that's pretty commonplace for real estate operators, real estate sponsors to charge. You also have an asset management fee. Now, Seth and I here at People's Capital Group actually don't charge an asset management fee. And that really is quite different than what I've seen out in this space. Uh, most real estate syndications make their money, their primarily, primary income through asset management fees. Uh, and they charge a percentage of assets under management, AUM. And that's that's fair. You know, you raise a million dollars, you charge uh, 3% of that every year, and that's your, how you make your money. And you give away more equity because of that, perhaps. Um, we don't really believe in that structure. We think you should get paid when you perform, not just if you raise a million dollars, you get paid forever. You should get paid on performance. So Seth and I don't charge an, an asset management fee. Uh, we instead um, take a little bit more equity perhaps than your uh, other uh, companies. But we believe instead of charging a management fee, we don't like the fee-based structure. We believe in equity. We want to get paid when we perform. And if we perform, then we do make a profit. Of course, we have the refinance fee. Now, Seth and I don't charge us here at People's Capital Group, but this is a fee to refinance the property. There is a lot of work involved in refinancing. Often, you may have to personally guarantee the debt as an operator or a sponsor, so you want to make sure the risk's there. And because of that, uh, operators charge refinance fees. Also, a disposition fee. Sponsors can charge a disposition fee. Uh, now, we don't do that here at People's Capital Group. That's when you're selling the property. Um, that's a, a sale for the cost of exiting the property. It's a lot of work to get a property ready for sale, to boost that value up through the renovations and project you're doing. So it can be fair for a sponsor to charge a disposition fee. However, here at People's Capital Group, we limit our fees to simply an acquisition fee. Ownership and compensation. So uh, here you want to understand how much LLC ownership or company ownership are you going to retain? How much company ownership are you giving out to your private investors? The individuals generally being bringing the capital to the table. Uh, you could do a clean split where perhaps it's just simple ownership, 70-30, uh, uh, investors owning 70%, uh, People's Capital Group owning 30%. That's a pretty common structure we'll see here at People's Capital Group uh, as the dust settles on our, on our acquisitions and our offerings. And, um, or you, you can also see different types of splits out there on bigger projects. It could be a 50-50 split, you know, ground up construction where there's maybe a lot of day-to-day -day operations or a lot more risk for the operators, perhaps. Or maybe you want to do a 90-10 split where the uh, investors are getting the majority of the profits and you charge more of a fee-based structure. And that will allow you to ensure you have more of an income coming in. But in those big wins, your investors are going to do quite well and you might not do as well. So you want to make sure that you have a fair split that makes sense to everyone. You want to make sure that at the end of the day, performance is rewarded. 
and risk is rewarded as well. So those investing have to be properly protected and properly rewarded, but also those running the operation ha have to have a incentive to do very well. And that's how we like to structure our operation here at People's Capital Group. Not really a fee-based structure, more of an equity structure where we, we have to do well, we have to hit that mark to earn our returns. And if we do, we, we earn a, a profit, but if we um, don't make those returns, then we have to make sure they happen to put food on our plate. So preferred returns. This is a great way to make sure your investors get paid first and protect their investment and capital, protect their return on investment. A preferred return on investment might be uh, generally between 6 to 8%. This means uh, the first positive cash flows of the property after all the expenses are paid will go to the investors so that they get their preferred return on investment. Or on the sale of a property, they're going to get the first profits as well, so they get their preferred return on investment. Then what's remaining left over will be split up according to the equity split of the company. You also have distribution waterfall. So this means that as the property pays out, uh, the return of capital uh, will be paid in different ways. Uh, sometimes the profits uh, can be paid to investors first. Uh, return of capital can be paid. Okay, so we want to understand the difference of return of capital and also earning a profit, right? When you're paying back someone's capital, you're paying back their initial investment. Uh, there's tax benefits to that, right? You're not being taxed on that money given back to you. It's called an ROC, a return of capital. But a preferred return, now that's generally paid out based on profit. So um, this is going to be taxed generally, okay? Um, and you want to make sure your investors understand this. Uh, GP catch-up, that means that your investors are getting paid uh, the, the distribution initially, and then you're getting paid after they're getting uh, their uh, agreed amount back. So there's lots of things to consider when creating a real estate syndicate. Uh, how are your investors going to protect? be protected? How are you going to be protected? Uh, how are you going to work with all the different people involved, the banks, the realtors, the management company, the investors, and, and how are you going to make sure that uh, all these moving pieces are properly uh, compensated and properly protected? Now, at the end of the day, uh, the, the most important thing is you create a win-win structure for everyone. So your investors understand the value of what you're bringing to them. They understand that you're going to do everything in your power to make sure the project works out. And you've taken the steps to put those people in place to make sure it works out. So you don't have to be the best uh, project manager in the world, right? Maybe you hire a project manager that's really good at that. You don't have to be the best market expert either. You might have a realtor who, or even a market analysis, that uh, an analyzer that can help you with those places. Okay, the banking end of it, your bankers are going to guide you a lot there, but you really have to have the relationship with people that want to invest in you, that trust you, and quite frankly, it takes time to be a good sponsor, a good operator, and a good real estate syndicator because you have to have a track record and you have to perform over time and have integrity over time. And if you don't and you have deals that go south and you don't, at the very least, make good to your investors and make sure that they made the returns that you were uh, targeting in the beginning. See, it's okay to make mistakes, but make sure you write that check at the closing table so your investors don't lose money. You'll lose money sometimes, but make sure your investors don't. And the most important advice I can give you is don't bite off more than you can chew. This is a serious business. You're signing the dotted line for a lot of debt. You're taking other people's money off in their retirement funds, and you're putting it to work in real estate. So you, if you don't know what you're doing, keep learning, keep working in the space, keep taking advantage of all the free information out there, especially at our website, peoplescapitalgroup.com, and maybe get involved in a deal. 
get invested with a sponsor. Get invested with a real estate syndication out there that you're impressed with, that you like, that you trust. Learn from them. See all the documents they use. See the way they communicate with their investors, the way they move the investment from a, an idea, a, an offering memorandum to a, a reality, pooling the capital together, getting to a closing table, completing a renovation, improving the management of the building, and recognize how they do that, learn along the way, make those profits with them, and then when you're ready, perhaps start a real estate syndication yourself. That's my best advice I can give you. I'm Aaron Fregnito of People's Capital Group. Hope you enjoyed our podcast here today about real estate syndication structure. Enjoy your day. Please hit the subscribe button. Go to peoplescapitalgroup.com to enjoy more content here and all types of information about real estate investing and fill out a qualification form if you're ready to get invested and qualified with People's Capital Group. Have a good day.